yo, yo, what's really, 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 most important number of your motherfucking life now a lot of people don't know this shit so you know what i do i like to provide value in a good more more creative way you know you could provide value to people here's the thing you could always provide value by saying something that's important to somebody but it's the delivery it's how you do it, it you know what i'm saying There's, there are some books right i've been reading books right like i like y'all yeah, may know i've been reading some books right and some books would say the same shit to me like I'll read a book I'll read two books That say the same shit to me But one of those books May have a narrator Who's just upbeat And just you know um, Charismatic And you know he, he flows well with the book And I may hear his I might hear that book A lot better Just because of its delivery And it's what I want You know what I mean I, I don't like boring readers I don't like boring narrators I mean and like you know when i get a good one i could understand the book better because he got he has my attention it could be a there could be a different book that's the same exact you know words right it could be the same exact book but if it's narrated by someone who's whack <laughs> forget it i ain't learned a damn thing from that book so here i am providing value to you guys with a different type of energy we're going to be talking about the most important number of your life and that is your credit score, my boys. Yeah, your motherfucking credit score. What's your shit? Tell me right now. What's your shit? Your shit's a 900? Really? Buy me a house. But anyways, yo. <laughs> listen, man. It's crazy how the system is rigged, huh? I ain't, Like, I'm not here to give you I know fucking like, oh, here's the credit card you should have signed up for. No, I'm not. I just want to have a conversation with y'all. It's crazy how the system is rigged, huh? It's crazy how the motherfucking system is rigged, bro. You go to school... For however long you go to school for, and they don't tell you one goddamn thing about credit. They don't tell you one goddamn thing about credit. They don't have a they don't have a whole class where you just sit down and you're like the, the teacher's like, all right, guys, here's the most important number of your life, and here's why. They don't do that. Why? Because they want you to fail. They want you to fail. Do you understand this? I hope you understand this by now. If you hear on this podcast and you fuck with me, you know how I feel about the system, bro. And I'm not talking about like the judicial system or, you know, none of that. I'm talking about like just the world period, bro. Just the, the system that we run, bro. That, you know, all these elites be running, bro. They don't, they don't want none of us to win. If we win in life, fine. Welcome. Walk, walk them aboard, you know, but if it's up to them, <laughs> we're not winning ever. You know why? Because they make more money off of the broke people than they do off of other rich people. You would think, oh, no, rich people, but rich people could buy stuff, you know, and if you're if you're a guy who, who you know, who, who has a product, if you're a woman or guy who has a product and you want to sell something, sell it to the rich because they'll buy it all. No. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. The poor people, the poor people will, will make you the most money. Why? Because poor people don't know how to manage their money. And it's not their fault. It's not their fault. It's not their fault at all. You know whose fault it is? The system. The system didn't teach them how to, how to 
manage their money. The system didn't teach them how to be organized with money. The system didn't teach them financial literacy. You know who learned financial literacy? The rich people. And that's why they're rich. So they don't, they don't, <laughs> their target audience is never other rich people. They're smarter than that. They're like, ain't no rich person really going to spend money on this fucking product I just made. Come on now. So what they like to do is they go for the poor people. They like to attack the poor people. And they like to, hey guys, look what we got. We got a whole new iPhone. It's the same as the last one, but, you know, come buy it. What do the poor people do? All right. All right. Well, we'll buy it. So they buy it. They buy every fucking iPhone for the next 10 years. It's the same fucking phone. It's the same phone and they buy it every single year. Every September. Isn't it September? I swear it's like every September they drop a new iPhone or some shit like that. Same thing for Call of Duty. Call of Duty, <laughs> you think Call of Duty, it, it, they, they want, well not that they don't want or, or if they, or that they want, but you think Call of Duty has the target audience of rich people? Like they're like, oh yeah, we want to make this game specifically for rich people. No. They want to make it for the low class people. Why? Because those motherfuckers will spend more on the game. Believe it or not. This is why we're broke. This is why we have money issues. This is why we, this is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. I'm hot cause I'm fly. You ain't cause you not. Hey, nah, that just, I don't know. It just clicked in my head for a second. But listen, y'all. Yo, what's good with these birds, bro? What's good with y'all? Shut up. Damn, fucking birds outside just being annoying. But anyway, yo, um, yeah, bro, and they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. Okay, but um, listen, bro, it's true. We spend more money than the rich. <laughs> it's funny, right? I know you might think like, nah, no way, bro. Come on, you bugging now? I'm not bugging, bro. I'm not. I'm really not. We spend more money than the rich. Just because of the fact that we don't know how to control our emotions behind money. That's the, that's the main thing. That's the main issue. When we get money, it's like serotonin and we don't know what to do with it. It's like, oh my God, I got, I got, I got a $500 randomly. You know, let's say you win a scratch ticket and it's $500. Most people will go and spend that on some materialistic ass shit. That decision right there already shows that you're not rich because the rich people wouldn't spend that shit on materialistic shit you think so right you think because you see them on instagram and shit but you don't know that before he went to go buy that fucking pair of shoes he actually just paid off his bills you don't know that before they went and go and, and bought that that v loan you know jacket or whatever he actually paid off his car or she you don't know that before they cop that chain that the chain was actually on layaway and they've been paying it for the last four months. You know, you, you didn't know that. It's not it's not that they have to do it that way, but they prefer to do it that way because it saves them money. And it saves them money because they can pay it on time and they don't have to pay interest. And also, they don't have to drop a whole fucking bag all at once. They can wear the chain and still pay it off. A lot of rappers do this. Same for cars. A lot of rappers buy, or, or celebrities, they buy Lamborghinis. And yeah, they could buy it in whole. Of course, they could buy a Bugatti in whole. How much is a Bugatti? Like $300,000? Half a million? Some of them? No, I think actually Bugatti? I'm bugging. A Bugatti's like a million, yeah. Floyd Mayweather's Bugatti sold for a million. 
a Lamborghini is like three hundred thousand, one hundred, like one hundred to like three hundred thousand. You can get a SVJ like Aventador for like three hundred k or some shit like that. But um, a Bugatti is like a million dollars. Of course, a celebrity could pay that all. I, nigga, if you if if you're fucking, if you're uh, what's a celebrity? Okay, if you're a little Uzi, he's a he's an artist, right? If you're a little Uzi, you could buy a Bugatti one million dollars right now. You could drop that shit right now. But if you were smart, you would just okay, you put a down payment and you pay it off because you got the money. You know, you could spend it right now, but you pay it off because motherfucker, I don't want to drop a million dollars right now. But see, the 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 habits and the tendencies of poor people. Once they got a million dollars. If their desire, whatever it is, whatever it may be, if their desire costs a million dollars or if their desire costs eight hundred thousand dollars, they would spend the eight hundred thousand dollars. They'll be left with two hundred thousand dollars and then they'll be like, Okay, what now? They'll buy probably a house, they'll probably buy clothes, they'll make themselves look rich as fuck, and then by the end of that, they're broke again. They got all these things and they're like, Okay, well, what am I gonna do for money now? The rich reinvests it all the rich puts it all back into assets the rich make sure that their bills are paid first the rich has better money spending habits even though it looks like they don't it looks like they don't but they do here's the issue we like to show off money we don't have that's our problem they show off money they already had do you understand there's a difference there's a big difference a lot of people who are broke will buy a Gucci belt and you'll see the next 10 pictures on his Instagram. is Gucci belt, Gucci belt, Gucci belt, Gucci belt. The rich would have bought a Gucci belt three months ago and you'll see the first picture with it today. You know what I mean? It's just a different mentality, man. And back to what I was saying, the elites, they don't want you to, to invest. The elites, they don't want you to make money. They don't want you to, you know. So what they do is they hide that information from you. Taxes, credit, investing, um, assets versus liabilities, all of this, all this crucial information. Think of what kind of society we'd live in if everyone knew a lot about money. Let's say everyone knew a good amount about money. Like we just all knew like how to spend money. We were all good with money. If we had a society where everyone was good with money, we'd have a failed society, honestly, because a society where everyone's rich, a society where everyone's good with money means a society where no one has the incentive to work. A society where... This is why I'm, I'm opposing to um, socialism. I really am. And it's not because I don't want, you know, everyone to have, a, a, you know, a steady income or I, because I don't... You know, it's not it's not about that. Everyone can... Shit. Keep giving out stimulus checks. Fuck it. Keep, give, keep giving out stimulus checks. The problem is... Is if you give everybody fifty thousand dollars yearly or a hundred thousand dollars, what the fuck is gonna make you want to work? Unless you're gonna put the prices up of everything too, because that's how usually it works. If you get paid more, if your minimum wage rises, then the price of the fucking potato chips rises too. So what I'm trying to say is, is like, I see no incentive to work. I see no incentive to do anything if everyone has money. So what they like to do is they like to have the system rigged in such a way where people are signing up for modern day slavery which is nine to five work you know it's like 
People sign up for this shit and they do it for the next 40 to 50 years of their lives and they don't realize that the most important number in their lives is their credit. Some people don't open up credit cards. Some people don't look into none of that shit. Some people don't really care about credit cards. And here's the problem. You should care about credit cards and you should give a fuck about it because if you want anything in this life, you need to have a good credit score. They didn't tell you that, right? If you're older, you probably are like, yeah, well, of course, I know that. But if you're younger, you're probably like, wait, what? And yeah, it's true. If you want to do anything in this life, you need a good credit score. And I mean anything. If you want to do anything, I'm being so serious right now, anything, you need a good credit score. They don't tell you that shit. And the reason why I'm so passionate about this is because I learned this recently my damn self. So, yeah, I did. I learned this shit recently. And don't get me wrong. I've always known that credit scores were important. But it only took me, I don't know, the last year to learn that, okay, you need, in order for you to get an apartment, you need a good credit score. I didn't know that. I'm going to be honest. I didn't know that, bro. I'm I'm a late bloomer. But besides that. I was never told, and I went through college, bro. I went through college, and I went through high school, all this shit. And nobody ever told me, like, listen, if you want to get even just an apartment, you need a good credit score. I thought if you wanted a fucking house, or if you wanted something big, you need to do a credit score check or whatever, whatever. But even for the small things, you need a credit score. Even for the small things in life, you need a credit score. So, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Nosedive on Black Mirror, but this is pretty much what it is. Everyone has a score above their name. And if your score isn't high enough, you're not accepted into our society. Fuck you. You fucking you alien. You motherfucking weirdo with your 400 score. You know that? I'm not really thinking that, but this is this is how they think. You know, if you have a low score, you're like a fucking, you're like the scum of the earth. You're like, ew, look at him. 300? That's your score? Ew. You know, it's just like nosedive. And that's why I'm like, yo, it's crazy how they don't really tell anybody this. They have people, they literally, it's like they set you up to to struggle. They don't tell you about any of this shit growing up until you're in your in your 20s. They're like, oh, yeah, by the way, you need to sign up for a credit card. And you're like, wait, what? And then you start learning about interest and da-da-da-da. And some people, bro, some people don't even look up any of these things. Some people don't give a fuck about you know, learning about the cars that they're signing up for. They just they just hear that, oh, it's free money, I pay back later. Okay, cool. They get credit cards and then they fuck up and now they're in credit card debt and it fucks up their score and now for the rest of their lives they can't do anything because they can't get a home, they can't get a car, they can't, you know? That's why I'm just like, yo, it's, it's fucked up what they do. It really is. It's really fucked up. So with that being said, man, um, in this video, I just want to share with you guys that uh, how important it is to, you know, familiarize yourself with credit, familiarize yourself with, you know, interest rates, familiarize yourself with different credit cards that provide different things. You know, um, I signed up for a credit card recently. I um, I signed up for the Chase Freedom Unlimited card. And the reason why I did that is because. I've been watching some videos. I've been watching some Brian Jung videos, even though the motherfucker doesn't respond to me. Well, every time I write to him, I'm like, yo, bro, um, could you help me out with this? Motherfucker doesn't respond, so I'm about to just, I'm about to be an op. I'm about to, <laughs> I'm about to be like, fuck Brian Jung. But on a real note, you know, besides that, he's, he's a good guy to watch, you know. 
So you could look him up, go watch his shit, and um, he does like good credit card one-on-one videos. And um, there's a Netflix show right now called Money Explained, and I think it's episode two. Uh, yeah, I think it's episode two of that series where they have an episode talking about credit cards and all that shit. So honestly, y'all, if you don't know anything about credit cards, I advise you right now. If you're in your 20s, or let's say you're 18, 19, start now, bro. Start now. Just learn learn what it means to have a credit card. Learn learn how people avoid fees. Learn about the mistakes that people make, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Because it is a good thing to have. Trust me, bro. When I got my credit card, bro, this is my first credit card I just got. Literally, my first one ever, 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 ever. I got it in the mail just now, well, just yesterday, and I was like, hold up, y'all giving me all this money? I could, I could. So I got this much to. To play with? And you're telling me <laughs> I'll pay you back a different time? And you're telling me, wait, hold on. 0% APR for the first 15 months? You know what that, yo, you know what that means? Let me, let me share something with you guys real quick. Zero APR means zero interest rates for the first 15 months. If you got a card that says that, I'm taking it. This isn't financial advice, but I'm saying if I were you, I'd take that shit. Because that means that basically you don't pay interest, which is something that a lot of people have problems with. Interest rates fucking kill people. But if you have a car that says zero APR for the first 15 months, that means they're going to let you literally rack up a bill for the first year without charging you interest, which is pretty good. That means you get a year to pay that shit off with no penalties. You might get a late fee, so watch out because credit cards are, are really tricky. They'll be like, no APR, no APR, we won't charge you interest. But on the fine print, all the way in the bottom, they'll be like, but you still will get a late fee for about $40. So I think that means every month... <laughs> For the next 15 months, you'll get a $40 fee for not paying your shit. So you see how tricky it could be? And I know it could be intimidating. Cards could be intimidating. But, you know, I was intimidated too. But you know what I did? I familiarized myself with it. I feel I familiarized myself with it. And now, I just got a, a letter in the mail. I got it right here. I got a letter right here from Capital One. I don't know. You guys may know what that is. Capital One Bank. And, um... They're trying to get me to to sign up for their card. They say I'm pre-qualified and all this shit. And I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Because they're, they're the ones that said that. You know, it wasn't my, it wasn't the one that I signed up with. I was checking out their benefits. And they were like, no APR, 15 months. And then on the bottom, it said late fee of $40. I'm like, yo, you guys are tricky as fuck, you know? So really, all you got to do is just read the fine. Read the, uh, I'm always, why am I burping so much, bro? I think it's because of this pre-workout. But, um. Yeah, you just got to look at the fine print, man. You just got to read it. And it could be intimidating because there's a lot of words. But really, you're only looking for like four things. Annual fee, APR rate, the credit card, the the, the, the spending limit, right? Um, What else? Uh, the, and, then, and then the cash back rewards. That's pretty much the only important things. You look at you look at the APR. Look at if there's any fees, like late fees or whatnot. Um, balance transfer fees if that matters to you then you want to look at you know um, whether there's a annual fee I said that already right and you want to look at the cashback rewards bro you really want to cause, cause that's really important they give you money for spending money they give you money for spending money and that's important because if you're going to use your car for things like gas like for example the Apple card gives me 3% back I believe 3% back for spending on Exxon Mobile, X yeah, X, is that all one, or is it Exxon and then Mobile? 
I'm not sure, but you get 3% back spending money on gas. That's good right there. But yeah, it's your boy, man. We almost died, but we good. Do your research. Peace. Thank you.